Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on! It's noon on Tuesday, March 8th, and this is news that you can use from YAA coming to you in an emergency broadcast on the YAA channel with your hosts, Zach and Ray. All right, so here's the deal. Gas prices are through the roof. We have nickel prices reaching all-time highs. Wiring harnesses, which did you know wiring harnesses bundle together up to 3.1 miles worth of wires and electronic cables within a vehicle. Crazy. There's a shortage there. And we've got the latest data from BlackBook. All of this put into perspective. It's an emergency press conference. It's an emergency live stream. There is a lot of data that we need to put into people's hands. Nickel is worth a lot more than a nickel. <laughs> Nickel's worth a heck of a lot of money. Where do you want to start, Pops? I guess let's start on the gas price side. Uh, okay. All right. So obviously you read the headlines this morning. Let's talk about gas prices, where they are, where they're going. Our president just announced the fact that we have no longer, we will no longer be importing um, gasoline from Russia. So oil. that's oil, excuse me. Um, so that's 3% of the uh, oil that we bring into this country Na uh, nationally, no longer going to be coming in. Expectation that he said, our president said, is that gas prices are going to continue to rise. Can you talk a little bit about what you think this is going to do to the car market? And if people are looking to buy a vehicle, sell a vehicle, your take there? Um, I think panic is going to set in. And what I mean by that is as as gas prices continue to go up 10, 15, 20 cents per day, um, that somebody who filled their car with gas last week is just going to be, well, shocked when they fill their car this week. And, um, you know, the, it, it doesn't stop till it hits $75 for that fill up when people were expecting that maybe it was going to be $40. Yep. So I think, I, I think that's the first thing that's going to happen is there's going to be shock. And then from shock becomes fear. Um, psychologically speaking, people become fearful of the unknown. Mm -hmm. And and there's, there's nothing on the horizon to suggest that gasoline prices, fuel prices, are, are going to uh, stop going up anytime soon. And, and that will scare a, a big portion of the population. And when people are scared, they do things that perhaps maybe they shouldn't do that aren't necessarily in their best interests. Um, and they'll take huge losses on the current vehicles, the gas guzzling vehicles. They'll take huge losses on those to get out of them because they think they're doing themselves in their pocketbook a favor by getting into a more fuel efficient vehicle and their fuel costs will go down dramatically over the course of the next year or so but the the amount of the loss the size of the loss they're going to take is not worth the alleged gain that they think they're getting potentially i mean I, it would be interesting to play out the numbers there we've already been receiving emails from people in our community who work within dealerships telling us hey our ownership told us to stop to start decreasing offers on trade-ins for diesel trucks and gas guzzlers by up to 10 percent which I don't think is enough. It's literally an email I got yesterday. Yes. Right? So it, yes. The, the impact is very real across that segment of vehicle. If you have been, if you have been waiting to buy a truck, if you've been patiently waiting to buy a used truck, a month from now, 
prices Ooh. are going to be a lot lower. Honestly, yeah. prices might be back to pre-pandemic. You know, remember when 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 car prices, used car prices, appreciated thirty-five percent last year? Yeah, they might depreciate that more. But let's be clear: not weeks. all, not all. Yes, most likely it's going to be your bigger gas guzzling. And what, yeah. what do you what do you think will happen hmm. um, with your big SUVs and your big pickup trucks? Uh, brand new ones as as they start to accumulate on dealers lots again what do you think like the heads of ford marketing or gm's marketing division or ram's marketing division you're talking new vehicles i'm talking new vehicles i don't think i don't think that i don't think that will happen why because you have enough vehicles that are already spoken for on the new car market okay and how many of those people that have already spoken for them say to themselves i don't know with gas at seven dollars a gallon i no longer have an interest in that vehicle yeah potentially there's yeah. there's definitely let's actually justin on our team justin thank you so much for putting this article together will soaring gas prices affect auto sales here's who's feeling the worst pain at the pump so what justin did here and can't thank him enough yeah the 10 most popular vehicles in the united states here's how much it costs to fill up your your gas tank okay the okay. ford f-150 yeah. most popular vehicle in the united states 20 miles per gallon yeah right now it costs 108 dollars to fill that up yeah. up to 130 dollars if gas hits five dollars a gallon the ram 1500 130 dollars the silverado 120 dollars the rav4 your crv your camry jeep grand cherokee 125 dollars this is also in the face of a push towards electric vehicles. Yes. Which is super interesting. Electric vehicle sales likely to spike. I would I would actually potentially hybrid vehicles, I think, are going to spike. Electric vehicles, we're faced with the nickel prices and other shortages there that I think will impact them. But the cost to actually fill up your EV is considerably cheaper yes. than your cost to fill up your, your internal combustion engine vehicle. Super fascinating to see the juxtaposition there. I like that. And it's the truth. Yes. Now, I wanted to bring up that Black Book. They put out their new weekly market update. Yes. This data that we're looking at here, okay, where wholesale used car and truck prices fell nearly a point. Yes. This is before today's news. This is before yesterday's news. Yes. Okay. This is just, hey, dealers are getting itchy cold feet again. Ooh. Cold itchy feet, excuse me. That They're getting too. cold feet. They're getting nervous. Yeah. Yeah. And vehicles are worth less at the auctions. Now that's going to be exacerbated by what we're seeing with with the war in Ukraine and obviously the the ban of, of uh, Russian oil here in the United States. Our expectation would be when you start to look at some of these broken out by segment. Yes. Those that especially in this orange chart, the trucks and SUVs, those that require the most gas to move around are going to see the biggest week over week declines we've seen potentially next ever yeah. next week and into the yeah. following yes. weeks after that. Yes. And and. And I'm telling you from having lived through these before, yeah. the number of people that panic, that literally absolutely panic when this happens. And let's face it, if if it suddenly costs you $130 a week to fill your F-150, okay, you know, and, and so you're looking at $500 a month. Yep. Well, they didn't factor that, that in with their six hundred and fifty dollar a month car payment, yep, and their and their two hundred dollar a month insurance payment, and uh, you know, and the fact that it's going to be depreciating at uh, twice the normal rate of speed, um, you know, people are going to look at that and they're going to go, well, do I put gas in my truck or do I put food on the table? 
And, and so people are going to try and trade out of those vehicles and they will take whatever financial beating that they, that they feel they can absorb to get out of them. Because if they can get into a vehicle that suddenly it only costs them $60 a week to yep. fill it up or $70 a week and it's, and it's $280 as opposed to 520 you know, they're thinking to themselves, well, I can still afford to feed the wife and the kids. I can still get around in my vehicle. Uh, I, I can still go to Home Depot and, and Costco um, and look at all the money I'm saving. And that's what's going to happen. Got a great question here from William. Hi, guys. Love the show. Thank you, William. Need your input on when the best time is to sell my 2019 Ford Fusion Energy. This month, next month, spring buying season. I just want to double check Ford Fusion Energy. Ford, is that a hybrid? Checking, I'm checking. Let me share the screen with everyone else. Um, wait, it's a oh, yeah, it must be a hybrid, yeah, because I was about to say 26 miles yeah. battery only, yeah. yeah, 108. So it's a hybrid, it's yeah. a it's a, a, a partial hybrid EV. Uh, I would say next month, yeah, or, or I, at least I, six I, to eight weeks, six weeks. I'd say, I, I would think if if Fuel prices continue it's not to it. go up. Fuel prices as well. Literally, the president just did a, a, a press conference. I was watching it before we hopped on. And he said he announced the, the new yes. sanctions about, about oil. And he literally said gas prices are up and they're going to go up even more. It's not an if, I don't think. No, and, 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 it's, and it's not just here. It's going to be worldwide. And, but just here in this country, as, as they continue to go up, it will continue to hit people in the pocketbook. And, uh, and they will think about doing different things and getting different vehicles because of it. I can't believe I said partial hybrid. Thank you. Plug-in hybrid. Um, so to be clear for William, our expectation is that next week when we look at, and let's see, does BlackBook even break that out? I'm very curious here. So BlackBook breaks out subcompact, compact, midsize, full-size, new luxury car, seriously, near luxury car, luxury car, prestige luxury car, sporty car, premium sporty car. I'm going to send an email after today's show. Yeah, I'm going to send it to Jared and, yeah. and the team over at BlackBook, and I'm going to ask them, can you pull out wholesale auction data for hybrids? Because I think that if we were able to look at that segment, we'd be able to tell William next week, mm -hmm. hey, you know, the, the overall car segment was down a point this week. But hybrids were up twenty five percent, or excuse me, twenty five, yeah. uh, a quarter of a point. A yeah, point. no, that like, would make sense. Our expectation is that hybrid prices are going to go through the roof because they're going to represent such a great value relative to how much it costs to fill up, yes. you know, that that pickup truck. When people were going through this back in twenty fourteen, Dad. Yes. I mean, you were at the mini dealership. Would you have people like trading in a Hummer, like a, a truck? Like what yes. were some of the, that's nuts to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and, and a Hummer, you know, at that time was getting 10, 12 miles to the gallon. Yeah. People were trading. They were taking a beating, an absolute financial beating, but they couldn't afford to fill them. They couldn't afford to drive them. And, and the only way we could afford to trade them was to be so far below what was considered a normal market value yeah. because the only hope we had to be able to sell them was to be able to make it cheap enough that people would go, yeah, okay, I can get, I, it, since I'm buying it at a fraction of what it should sell for, um, I can now afford the gas. So if, if the Hummer, you know, typically would have been worth about 40 grand, mm -hmm. But we could sell it to the next customer for twenty. 
Well, they were going, okay, well, I'm buying it for half. Yep. Yeah, I can, I, yes, I can do that and afford to put gas in it. But if I have to buy it for 40, I can't buy it for 40, finance it, and put gas in it. We've got EGR NHL in the chat saying, will SUV prices drop? And I think they our expectation will. is, yeah, they, they will. They should. They absolutely will. Yeah, I, I, as, as, as gas guzzlers become less and less desirable, and they will yep. as gas prices continue to go up. That's always what happens. The, the, ultimately, what happens is everybody has a short memory because suddenly, you know, a year from now, gas prices will start going down again and oil supplies will become plentiful or whenever it is. Um, to be clear, this has been this this like energy independence thing is not new. It's, it's just being exacerbated by what I'll say is another black swan event. Like no one saw the COVID pandemic. I think I mean I'm sure there were people who obviously were tracking that what was going on in yeah. Russia and Ukraine, but I think everyone expected that there was an off ramp. Like I don't think anyone expected this to drag on as long as it has, and with no clear expectation for how it's going to end. And so I, the reason I, I I jump in is simply to say like I think there's always been this concern around energy independence, but now it's being exacerbated by something that no one saw coming, which has huge ramifications for us. Absolutely huge ramifications for each of us. Like. Looming recession? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Continued inflation? Question mark. Oh, Bigger no supply chain about issues? Continued inflation. That's not a question mark. Okay. The cost of everything is going to go up. Everything. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that there's a war. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that there's going to be sanctions. And and those sanctions are going to be felt by everybody. Not just, not just the people and the government in Russia. Yeah. Um, but they'll be they'll be felt by everybody, not as severely to the rest of the world as they will be to the Russian government. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's 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 a price to be paid and pain to be had for everyone when there's when there's a, a war. Um, and so, yeah, inflation will continue. So and- Let's let's jump to the chat here really quick. William says, "Great point and effort, guys. I'm projecting plug-in hybrid is going to be very hot. Looking forward to the experts." But yeah, we 100% agree with you, William. Aces says, "Will new SUVs also go down in price?" This is the interesting juxtaposition. When you experienced this back in 2014, yeah, you know what new car supply sat at? Probably like a, I don't know, a 60 to 90 day supply. Or or if if they were gas guzzlers, 120, 150, 180 days. Point supply. being. Point blank, we've 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 actually watched this movie before. The issue is there was a different director. The director back in 2014 said, "Okay, you can actually have enough inventory of vehicles." The reason new car prices might not go down is because there's still not enough inventory, and everything we read suggests that there's not going to be enough inventory. I could see if there's continued slowing consumer demand. I think there then will that be. could drop prices on, on new there, vehicles. I think there will be, uh, and 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 I think. You know, because let's face it, when it came to the manufacturers making a choice when they had chips, they chose to build the high profit, lower gas mileage uh, vehicles that were uh, the most popular vehicles being sold in the country. And they pretty much abandoned uh, midsize and smaller vehicles that that got good gas mileage because, well, the profit margins weren't as high. Yep. Well, with gas prices at the highest level they've ever been at in the history of this country, that's going to change the way people think. And even though Ford and GM and Stellantis 
might want to shift to building other cars. I don't think they can make that no. that pivot all that quickly. So that the vehicles that are being built, even though a lot of them might be pre-sold, doesn't mean that those people are actually going to complete the transactions when they have the opportunity to reconsider what it is they're about to do. 100%. So I think ultimately uh, there will become um, uh, somewhat of a glut, not as large a glut as we've seen in the past, but a glut of these larger SUVs and pickup trucks that the manufacturers will be forced to put incentives on um, and whether the incentives might be, hey, we'll pay, we'll pay uh, for gas for a year, or we'll, we'll you might end up seeing some really yeah, creative yeah, incentives where, there. Yeah. Where you know we'll we'll pay for a thousand gallons worth of gas this year, uh, in a order thousand to thousand gallons. Yeah, in order to uh, dad you know, at ten dollars a gallon, that'd be like ten thousand dollars. Okay, so uh, you know maybe it's five hundred, but whatever it is, because you remember this is actually when when. Um, excuse me for, for interjecting, but remember when the pandemic came around, uh, job loss prevention, like if yeah. you lose your job in the first- We'll take your car back. That was a Kia, Hyundai. Yeah, you yeah. see programs like that. So yes. you're, you're very right. So, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if if in the future, the manufacturers come out with these type of incentives where they, they will provide you with a gas card that has X amount of gallons of gas tied to it so that- you will continue to buy these lower gas mileage vehicles that suddenly have become uh, a little less popular. 100%. All right, let's go to the chat really quick. Ben says, now that Ford is basically a truck-only manufacturer, how do you think this will impact them? It's a really interesting question. I don't think they're set up for success necessarily. I mean, what... what? Eh. Well, the, the, only, the only area where they might be set up for success, success is in... With the, the lightning. lightning. Um, but can th they produce it? I mean, well, they can't. And they... that's the thing. Remember when the Bronco came out? Yes. Yeah, it came out, except like you, 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 the, the um, windshield didn't work. The roof didn't work. The there roof? were recalls. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm so, nervous. So, I'm for it. so even though there's 200,000 reservations for lightnings, yeah. there's maybe the ability to produce 50,000. Well, that's not nearly enough vehicles. No, no. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Ford being primarily a truck company today is going to be an issue we've before. got kimberly klein here in the chat with us thanks kimberly for being here i remember when we got so many big suv trades that they just sat on a lot we gave less and less and less for them because you couldn't sell them who were you who who in their right mind was going to buy it will sedan prices increase uh well assuming that manufacturers go back to building sedans they very well might if they can build them in such a manner that they get so much better gas mileage than the suvs and the trucks is below msrp realistic now for rav4 hybrids oh absolutely not yeah i don't think so you're gonna be very hard pressed to find one below msrp but someone in the chat if we're mistaken yeah. it's on the community forum i mean with what's know. going on they become an even hotter commodity yes yeah they absolutely a more desirable do. vehicle in today's world Catherine says do you see more problems with a hybrid since there are two engines and space reminding us that Toyota doesn't price their hybrid powertrains too much more than their fully ICE versions. What is your take on, on multiple powertrains and how you think about maintenance and things like uh, well, that? Well, I, you know, the, the hybrids have been around for, especially Toyotas, for years and years and years. Yep. And there really haven't been any issues that I'm aware of. Um, so, no, uh, I mean, I, a 2010 I Toyota Prius is probably still going to be one of your best options yeah. in this market. Yeah, it's so going to appreciate. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't see that as being an issue. 
Yep, I completely agree. And we've got Wes in the chat saying maybe the dealerships will slow down on the marks up markups over MSRP. Well, they they certainly will on on trucks and the big SUVs. They they will not when it comes to the better gas mileage vehicles that they might offer. Yeah, I mean we're going to see continued price gouging on yes. those vehicles, and I actually think especially on the used car side, we're going to see. Uh, just to put in perspective, I'm going to pull back up on the black book chart. And and I use the phrase black swan event, um, yes, you did. which I think is an appropriate um, uh, phrase to use for what happened back when the COVID pandemic hit. OK, so if you look at this chart, this is every single dot represents a week. Mm-hmm. This is when this was the week before <laughs> pandemic shutdowns. Yes. This was the week of pandemic shutdowns. OK, this red line represents no change week over week in wholesale used car, truck um, and SUV values. We We had weeks amidst the COVID pandemic, where wholesale values, three weeks in a row, they were dropping over a point, well yes. over a point. Yes. Okay. Then we had the inverse of that. Yes. Wholesale prices that were up significantly. And then we had, amidst all of the inflation and money printing, continued appreciation of vehicles. So very, very, very volatile. And the um, uh, how volatile it was, was like with a lot of, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? I'm not sure. It was significant. The changes were not Significant trivial. volatility. I would not be surprised, Ed, especially if we could get this broken out by hybrids versus like V8 engines. Yes. I would not be surprised if you see two percentage point moves week over week on hybrid vehicles, if not more. And hell, we can even start to track some of that back on our website with the the listings that we have. Like we have the price history, right? And and I do believe that hybrids... Um, uh, will become the the Bitcoin of autos. They will they will replace what's going on with the full size vans, as as vehicles that will see week over week over week over week appreciation in astronomical amounts. Here is a perfect example of what we had been seeing as um, the wholesale market for used cars was weakening. This car, this is a what are we on a TLX a twenty twenty one TLX, okay. It had been listed for sale for $38,639. It had sat for two months. They lowered the price. This is a traditional approach to selling used cars. Every 30, 60, 90 days, you lower the price or you send it to auction. I would not be surprised if you look at some of these price changes. Let me go back really quick to the car search. And let me just, you know, fuel and performance. Let me do hybrid. I would not be surprised if we start to look at some of these hybrids, like this GLS, this Mercedes GLS. Price history. Okay, that's what it was new, and now they're trying to sell it used for way more. I would not be surprised yes. if this doesn't say eighty-eight thousand next week, and it says eighty-nine thousand. Yes, or ninety thousand, and the inverse on you know, pick a Chevy Silverado with a six-liter V eight. That's going to go down. Is my expectation. Take it. Take an RX three fifty or an RX four four hundred, whatever it is. Uh, you know, you, you will see those prices uh, continue to go up. RX. Yep, the hybrid. Yeah. 22,000 miles you yeah. like yeah this thing's going to be just exploding yeah because it it's it's going to be so new it was $55,855 they're selling it used $1, now $1900 less with 22,000 miles and they're going to sell it for even more yeah and it's been on the market for all of 7 days i'm telling you man we should buy this then drive to california and sell it in a month uh, yesterday we were buying a pacifica you know i'm 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 so confused i can't keep i can't keep up with you 
I'm trying my best to. Uh, all right, coming back to the chat. Yes. We've got uh, T Herb here saying, I like the live YAA search. Thanks for checking that out. Um, good idea to look for a compact car, absolutely, before the prices go up too high. We've yes. got Red here. I travel for work, so I'm looking for a compact car to save on gas. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Yeah, and that's you're going to see and hear more and more and more of that, especially as more and more businesses are requiring their employees to, well, come back to the office. Yeah, it is an interesting time because that's happening everywhere right now. Yes. And you have the cost of commute going up. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. nuts. Can't wait for them to, uh, to raise the fares on the metro that you take. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that. Patrick <laughs> in the chat says, I traded my 2015 Infiniti Q50, 19 miles per gallon on premium for a Nissan Rogue in February of February 28th for the exact reasons I'm hitting 37 MPG. You hit the timing right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's getting, he's getting double the gas mileage. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, we've got here beer saying truck prices still ain't going down. Stay patient. Yeah. Absolutely stay patient. Yeah, because they will. They will. And, and quite frankly, we've seen on the wholesale side, they have. And yes. the retail side, we know trails the wholesale side yes, just a little typically. bit. But but as, as panic sets in and less and less people are in the market for vehicles um, or the only ones in the market for vehicles are those that are driving these, these poor gas mileage, bigger vehicles. Yep. Then you will definitely see the prices of, of those going down because the uh, trade amounts for them are going to be dropping significantly. We've got a great question here, dad from Snagatooth. I'm thinking of selling my 2020 BMW X7. Should I hold on a few weeks? No, I would sell it now, wouldn't you? I, I you know, I, I don't think about it. It's a BMW X7. Yeah. We've seen black, the black book data shows us wholesale values are down now 5% over about, the past yeah, five yeah. weeks, maybe yeah. six weeks, seven well, weeks. About 5% for the year. 5% for the year. Yeah. And an X7 doesn't get great gas mileage. No. I'm thinking you'd probably sell it sooner rather than later. I, I would think you would. Anything that, that, that doesn't get great gas mileage, you're, you're better. You're, you're better getting off of that today than you will be tomorrow. And then you definitely will be a month from now. Here we got uh, Learning Fast, which I think used to be MPEG. Had to go back to the office for the first time in two years today. Yeah. Yeah, that is the that is the new normal. Um, there you go. That X7 is worth some cash still. Hey, Edmunds literally put out a uh, an article today, which is kind of ironic because it's really it's good information right now, but it's going to be obsolete, I think, in about a month. Uh, I, let me pull it up. I, I I just sent it to you, so let me pull it up really quickly. But they're talking about how um, leased vehicles are worth so much more than their preset residual values. Yes. But I don't think it's going to last for all that long, right? Well, it depends on the vehicle. So let's take a look here. Average leased car now worth $7,000 more than expected. If you leased a 2019 vehicle, your timing was impeccable. Oh, I leased a 2020, and my timing was still impeccable. Well, your mini is going to go up in value even more, don't you think? Yes, I, and my lease is up in December. Yep. So, yeah. Ford Mustang, the residual was set at 17,363. The current actual trade in value is 29,215. But you actually got to think the Mustang's probably not going to be worth as much a couple months from now as it was well, kind of well, at this peak. Well, scroll down and you see like the. Uh, the this Sienna is going to be worth a yes. ton. Or you look at the Yukon, and, and those, those are going to drop like rocks. Okay. Because they don't get good gas mileage. Yeah. So, like, let's, yeah, these two right here. Are the are the poster childs? Okay, yeah. the residual value was set at thirty three thousand for the Tahoe and thirty six thousand eight hundred thirty one for the Yukon. They're worth quote this much right now. Yeah, let's um, actually let's put this to the test really quickly. 
We're going to do something. We, You and I haven't gone off the script. Um, we're going to sell a car to Carvana. Okay. We got to find they one buy, first. They got any money? I don't know. <laughs> we got to find one first. So let's do let's do a 2019 GMC Yukon. Okay. How's that sound? Yeah. Sounds good to me. Let me just see if a 2019 will pop up. No. Okay, so let me do year. Okay. All right, here we go. Um, I wish I could just plug the VIN in, but I don't think they... Yeah, they do. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So let me grab that VIN. Of course I let you plug in the VIN. Yeah, I got confused for a second. Yeah, what do you think you're on? I, your haven't, sold, I, I haven't sold the Carvana <laughs> in a while. Yeah. All right, we said 14,000 miles. Yes. What was the color on it? Uh, looks great to me. It looks is that gray? Silver. Yeah, uh, we should have it somewhere here. Coke, uh, pepper it's, dust, metallic, Dad. Yeah, Come on, yeah, called gray, <laughs> called silver. I don't care what you're called. Um, <laughs> all right, what's the drivetrain? Automatic eight cylinders. Ooh, look at that gas mileage. Yeah, Fourteen geez. city, twenty-two highway. Who's yeah, buying that? Sell it. Yeah. Neither next. Um, all right, let me see the seller notes. Whoops, seller details are right here. One owner. Oh, it's four-wheel drive, so let me update that. Four-wheel drive, next. Uh, enhanced driver alert package. I just, I want to get a, yeah, so try that. Alloy wheels. Sure, let's see. Yeah. All right, next. Yeah. No accidents. It's drivable. Oh, yes. No mechanical or electrical issues. No exterior damage. No interior damage. No modifications. Not smoked. And I have both keys. Yeah. Great, great condition. Yeah. If anyone wants to email me, that's my email address. Yeah. All right. So this car right now listed for sale for 67000 grand. Carvana will offer you $50,481. And I bet you a month ago they would have offered closer to 60. Probably. Yeah. And again, it ties back here with what you're saying. You know, this the expected residual value is 54.5. Yeah. Okay, well, Carvana will pay 50. And we obviously, you know, we're not yeah. it's not so super what, scientific. And but so still. what's going to happen a month from now when when gas is up to uh, $6 a gallon? What's going to happen then? What will it be worth then? Absolutely. Yeah. Brandon, uh, would you buy a truck right now if absolutely necessary? No, we would wait about six weeks and then we would buy a truck. Yeah. Because that's going to be a lot cheaper. We've got here, thank you, Jefferson, for the kind contribution. Yeah. Hi, I currently live in New York City. Should I sell my Mazda 3 2.5 turbo 2021 all wheel drive? Hmm. It's good gas mileage. I'd maybe wait. Relatively good gas mileage in the 2.5 turbo. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably wait. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't sell unless you absolutely yeah. like, want to sell it. But yeah, yeah, I'd wait another four weeks, see what happens to prices and go yeah. from there. I mean, I, I think prices will only go up for that type of vehicle. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Mazda will probably say, ooh, we shouldn't have discontinued the Mazda 3 <laughs> at a certain point. And every, every manufacturer at a certain point is going to go, damn, I wish we wouldn't have discontinued all our small high gas mileage vehicles so that we could build all those giant ass SUVs. Live stream, no cursing. That's not a curse. Giant donkeys. 
All right, let's um, let's summarize because we're okay. at the half hour. If, if you don't join us on the Ray and Zach channel, you absolutely should. That's where we do daily news. You can use Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern, yeah. 9 a.m. Pacific. Let's summarize. Gas prices up. They're going to go even higher. Yes. Nickel prices, which we didn't even talk too much about, and wiring harnesses and supply chain issues and neon shortages. Nickel prices are extraordinarily high. Yep. What was selling it at $1,900 an ounce or whatever it was? 19000 1900 whatever Whatever it was, it was is up to thirty-four. It was over 100000 It's insane. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But our expectation is. Yes. Let's put this in as plain of terms as we can. Yeah. If you need to buy a truck, yeah. or an SUV, or you yeah. want something you've been waiting on the sidelines for a big V8 gas guzzling, you know, Suburban. Yeah. Just be a little more patient. Another four, yeah. five, six weeks. Oh, yeah, just wait. Those just, prices it's, are going to plummet. Yeah, yeah. If you want to sell it, that. It's going to be like somebody threw a rock off a roof without a parachute. And you and you experienced this in 2014. Oh, so you know, yeah. If you want to um, sell yeah. your gas guzzling Suburban, yeah. you kind of missed the boat, but go for it now yeah. or just hold on to it. Or just be prepared to really take it in the shorts. Yeah. Yes. If you want to buy a hybrid, yes. buy it yesterday. Yes. Find it, buy it. If you want to sell a hybrid, wait about six weeks and sell it. It's going to be worth a lot. More. That's the easiest way that we can yes. summarize this. Let's yeah. end today's show with Sebastian's question. Thank you, Sebastian, for the kind contribution. He says, looking at Lisa BMW X1, received my approval from BMW Finance. Is it worth waiting to pull to see what the market does over the next few months? My wife returns to work in May, so need it by then. Um, well, the X1 is a smaller one, so it gets better gas mileage. And, and one thing that, that, that BMW has done is with their, their four-cylinder engines, they have been able to produce vehicles that get really good gas mileage. So I, I don't know. I would think you'd be okay. I think in the future, uh, the value of that's only going to go up. Yeah. So you might have to pay more. Yeah. So just jump on it now and yeah. and uh, and enjoy it. Yeah. Patrick says, "Can I watch this live stream in its entirety later?" Absolutely, you can. The URL will be a hundred percent the same. So enjoy it. Then, yes. All right, pops. Pirating shots and final words. Join yaa.com. Super proud of what the team's working on there. So go take a peek. Join the community. Post on the forum and let us know what you're seeing in your community in your area. Yes. And and let us know. Uh, what kind of vehicle you're driving and how uh, gas prices are impacting what it is that you're driving or what you might be thinking about driving in the future. Yeah, comment that down below. We talk mm -hmm. about, hey, this is what's happening. In our yeah. 650 yeah. people here. Let us know. Like, yeah. how is this impacting your yeah. pocketbook? How are you thinking yeah, about I mean, it? You know, what, what does it mean to you? All right, pops. Let's go eat some lunch. Uh, you treating? <laughs> No, gas prices are up. Oh, okay. You don't have a car. <laughs> See you guys. Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.